Hello, everybody. Hi. So when I was a kid, I always wanted to run away and join the circus. What I never wanted to do was follow them onto a stage. Yeah? <laughs> the upside is, I think what uh, Brent and ZipZab are doing is truly inspiring. I hope some of that still helps me get through the next 12 minutes or so. Now, being that it's Youth Day, I've decided to give you all a gift. All of you, from this point on, I have become a genie, and all of you have become 18 years old, right? Every breast in the house is now firm and pointing in the right direction. All those bums are toys, yeah? Everyone feeling it? Yeah? Okay, good. Now, that's not my only gift to you. Because it's a great day and I'm a great guy and I have to follow a circus, I'm going to give you a credit card. Now, on this credit card, what I've done is I've gone into the future and I've calculated exactly how much you're going to spend on clothes for the rest of your life. Every cent. Yeah? And you're all going to live to be a ripe old age. Congratulations. Now, what I'm going to do is I've taken that amount you're spending in clothes and I've loaded it onto this cart and I'm giving it to you and you never have to pay me back ever. Yeah? Good deal? Yeah. Always the woman. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so hold on a second though because there is one wee caveat. And the caveat is this. You have four years in which to spend the money. At the end of the four years, the card disappears, and at that point, you're never allowed to buy clothes again for the rest of your life. You have to wear what you bought in the next four years. Good deal? No, why? Yeah, there's no pleasing everybody. Why? What's wrong with it? Because things change, yeah? Things change. Can you imagine, yeah? Can you imagine, like, you're the guy who's born in the 80s. This hair will last forever, or, or, Heaven forbid, you're the poor bastard that landed in the middle of the Crocs era. These things will never go out of fashion, yeah? They're amazing, yeah? Unless you're a surgeon or a chef. Ixnay on the croquet, yeah? <laughs> now, here's the thing. Things change, yeah? Things change all the, all the time. We realize this is completely absurd with clothing, yet for some reason we think it is absolutely, totally, and utterly acceptable with education. We think it is okay to leave school at 18 years old, study for the next four or five or six years, and never learn again for the rest of our, our lives. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. We think the knowledge we get in our early 20s is going to be enough to last us going through our career. And I don't think that's the case. I think what we're doing here is we're committing what I refer to as legacide. And legacy is the silent killer of innovation. For a lot of people, they think innovation is about looking into the future and saying innovation is about doing something new. Innovation isn't about doing something new. Innovation is almost always about stopping doing something old. And that's what I want to talk about today. So I want you to imagine my father's career path. Yeah? This was my dad's career path, as you can see. He, he started out in broadcasting. He went and he studied in Scotland uh, to, to, to work in the field of broadcasting. He kind of learned for a while in his 20s, then he got a job at Scottish Television, and then he started kind of building up there and using his, his knowledge and his expertise and his learning throughout his career. He came over here, worked at SABC. At the moment, um, he's doing a job in the Ukraine for ESPN. He is 66 years old. He started his career at 20 as a uh, broadcast engineer, and he's ending at 66 as a broadcast engineer. I believe that the last generation of people that will, as a rule, have these kind of career paths were our parents, yeah? It is gone. It is not happening anymore. The career path of the future looks more like this, yeah? <laughs> this is where we're going. 
And I see it all the time. I see it in myself. I was a roadie. I used to do lighting for bands, for goodness sake. Now in a presentation company, an innovation consultancy, and now a notebook business. Things are changing, yeah? And I see it in my staff all the time. And this is the worrying bit. You see, I've started to weigh up. What is more valuable to me here? Is it experience or is it expertise? And by expertise, I mean new relevant knowledge that I can use today. Because there's a bit of a problem here. So I want you to consider this age versus remuneration problem of way back when, yeah? It used to be a case in my dad's job, in my dad's lifetime, that the older he was, the more money he got. By the end of his career, he was earning more money than he was earning any other time. It's why my parents are loaded now, because we're all left school, we're doing nothing, like, hey man, and we got all this cash, yeah? So life is good. But now age no longer equals remuneration. Let me try to illustrate why I would think it would be. I want you to consider as an employer, we have a curve here. On the up axis, we have the value to the business, and on the lower axis, we have the cost to the business. Now, this would be a beautiful curve. Yeah, low value starts building, building up to experience. You reach the end of your career, um, you're at the point of plateau, and everything ends. However, it's not really like that anymore. It's more like this. And I want to suggest here, I want to just say that this is not a problem for the future. I believe this is a problem for now. We don't have to worry about what Ken Robinson says for our kids 50 years from now. I think every 30-year-old should be crapping themselves. And I'll explain why in a second. Seriously, I mean, you can leave now if you need to. Just have a quick tidy that up, you know? So here's the thing. So we start out early. We're excited. When you're 20, you believe you can take on the world. You can learn everything, all about new information, new knowledge, new things, new this. You just want to learn, 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 and get better. The value to the company you work at is huge. Yeah? But you're on this big value growth curve, and you're earning your increases, and you're getting there. Now, the problem is, is that it's not such a long run to the 60. You see, I think what's happening is the plateau is happening earlier. The plateau is happening. Maybe it was happening at 40. Now it's happening at 30. You know? And this is the thing. As I'm worried now, because if the drop-off is going to be at 40, I'm 37 years old, yeah? This is a very serious problem for me, yeah? I got three years left, and I'm going out to pasture. Yeah, but now, let me explain to you what my problem with this is, yeah? Is how much I have to pay people. Let's say at the top of the spike there, you're at your 30,000 Rand per month. You're 30 years old. That's great. You're really, really doing well. You've added great value for the last seven or eight years. Now, all of a sudden, you're starting to plateau a bit. Because of compounding, I'm paying you an inflation-based increase. So next year, you're getting 33 grand. The year after that, you're getting 36,300. Compound, compound, compound. Yeah? By the time you reach 40 years old, you're earning 55, 56,000 rand. Yeah? The person, your peer, who has slightly less experience, but even more relevant knowledge, is earning 30 or 35,000 rand. When it comes to retrenchment, yeah, the, the cost value for me would be to get rid of the experience because there's only so much experience I need at the top of the pyramid of my business. So they always turn around and they say that life begins at 40. And this is true because that's when you get fired. Yeah? <laughs> that's when you get fired. The average age of retrenchment in South Africa is 40 and above. Look around the room, ask the people who are 40, and they will tell you that it is true. Yeah? So people are getting retrenched at 40. And this is bad news because I have a cautionary aside here. When, I was, when my parents were 19 years old, they had my elder sister. Two years later, they had my other sister. And three years after that, I was born. So my, my parents had three kids by 23 years old. This was not an anomaly. We grew up with all my parents' friends' kids. Yeah? Everybody in their early 20s were having children. Nowadays, though, old is the new young. People are starting to have kids later. And here's the thing, I want you to consider this. Let's say my dad had got retrenched at 40. Had my dad been retrenched at 40, he would have had one kid that was out of school already, or uh, out of college, one kid that was in college, and one kid who was in, in, I think it would have been standard nine or matric. 
That would have been me. Big financial burden? Not at all. They could have handled it. My mom was still working. My dad gets retrenched. They would have got by. But I want, to consider you the, I want you to consider this. The average person today, my staff, they're saying, you know what, we're going to start having kids at 30, 33. First of all, like they think it just happens. It took, you know, <laughs> boom, baby, yeah? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it took four years after my son for my daughter to, to, to come around. And now here's the thing, which in retrospect was a blessing because, bloody hell, two kids. Whew. But now here's the thing. So um, let's say nowadays you get retrenched at 40. Yeah, your first kid is going into grade one. Your second kid is in preschool. And your third kid is in nappies. Shit yourself. Yeah? <laughs> you need to be afraid of this because this is reality and this is what is happening today. We've changed the curve. Yeah? The whole rules have changed. What we need to do is we need to stay relevant. And to do that, we need to shorten the gap between education and execution. Yeah? We need to stop learning at the beginning of our career and hoping that that learning will still be relevant at the end of our career because it's just not going to happen. Yeah? It amazes me that we live in a world where we no longer need to know stuff. When I was a kid, you know, I had to learn uh, when was the Battle of Hastings. It was 1066. Uh, when was the Magna Carta signed? Um, Angsteel Table, Rodney Green, Anno Domini, 1216. Yeah? And these were the things we had to remember because they weren't otherwise readily available. They're readily available now. We have Google, for goodness sake. Yeah? We can find things. We don't have to store them. And yet, our education duration is getting longer. This is completely and utterly absurd. Yeah? We need to shorten the distance of education. We need people to leave school, start working earlier, and then we need to educate throughout our lives. That's the way we'll stay relevant. So how, yeah, lifelong learning. Okay? Old dudes with degrees. Yeah? <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm proposing a new old school. Yeah? Because the thing is, I hear a lot of people speak about changing education system and new educators. This organization is Oxford University. Yeah? It, is not, it is a beautiful university, but you need to realize it is an extremely powerful corporation. It is a business. Yeah? And as a capitalist, I, have no, I take no offense to that. I understand they have to make money. So is Harvard, so is Cambridge, so are all these universities. So if you want to change things, you have to change the business model for them. If we can change the business model for these guys, then education can change on a large scale. Fringe little things may rock the boat, but I don't think they'll be the catalyst for change that we require. Yeah? So the first thing I suggest is this. Every degree in the world needs to have a sell-by date. Yeah? You get it, you get your degree, you get the letters behind your name, and they expire in five years. If you want to keep that degree behind your name, you have to, yeah, clap, bitches, yeah? <laughs> Wow, that was easy. <laughs> Give me a blowjob. <laughs> Sorry, children in the room. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> <woo. laughs> so, let your degree expire, and then a few years later, do a refresher course. It's just one month. Yeah? And businesses need to allow for this. We need insurance policies that allow us to take time off that pays our business co-contributes. Uh, co yeah, we can go to university, we can study for another two, three months, and we have somebody come in and do a job as a temp. 
We need to change the way we work to do things. So sell by date first, subscription model second. So we've got to subscribe to education throughout our life, a subscription that happens for a month per year, short bursts of information, but information for knowledge's sake, not for certification's sake. And that should happen through a whole career. Yeah? And the thing is that relevance is key. If we can be, remain relevant, great things will happen. Yeah? That's what it's about. So at 40, I find myself as the guy with the latest information and the most experience. All of a sudden, I'm an asset worth keeping to your business. Alvin Toffler said it best. He said this. He said, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those that cannot read or write, but those that cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. And that's what we need to do. What I'm saying to you today is I believe that our passionate youth is getting wasted on education, and education is being wasted on our youth. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much.